Welcome to All Things Trust and Wills, the Albertson and Davidson podcast. Hello, this is Keith Davidson with All Things Trusts and Wills. Thank you for joining us. Today, I will be talking about the top 10 things every will beneficiary must know. So if you're the beneficiary of a will, and if that will is headed to probate, then there's 10 things that you must know in order to protect your rights as a will beneficiary. Okay, let's start off with number 10, the last will controls. So sometimes when people pass away, there's numerous wills that are left behind. And what you have to understand as a will beneficiary is that it's the last will in time that technically controls the estate. So if somebody creates a will just before death, in theory, that's the will that's going to control in that estate. Of course, that assumes that that last will in time is valid. And in order to be valid, the decedent had to have had the capacity to make the will and they can't have acted under undue influence. And so those are different claims that you can bring in order to challenge the last will. But the last will in time is the one that automatically will control if you don't take any action to challenge that will. Number nine of the top ten things every will beneficiary should know, executors, attorneys are not your attorneys. Now this is kind of an odd concept for a lot of people. But even though the executor's attorney is paid out of the estate, Essentially, they're paid out of your money. They do not work for you, which seems strange because usually if you're paying somebody, they work for you. Not so with executor's attorneys. An executor's attorney is there to represent the executor, give the executor advice as to their fiduciary duties and the right way to handle the estate. But because of that, there would be a conflict of interest if that same attorney were to advise the beneficiaries. So as a will beneficiary... You, if you want legal advice, you have to go out and hire your own attorney and get your own legal advice, which, by the way, if you feel like you need some legal advice, you really should hire your own attorney because that way you'll know that you're getting impartial, objective advice about what your rights are. Number eight of the top ten things every will beneficiary must know is the empty will syndrome. Just because you're named as a beneficiary under a will doesn't mean you're going to get anything. Today... So many assets are titled in so many different ways that the will may be meaningless. So, for example, if you have somebody who owns assets in joint tenancy, like they own their home in joint tenancy with just one of the children, that surviving joint tenant is going to receive 100% of the assets. That asset is going to bypass probate, doesn't even go through probate, and therefore the will doesn't control. The same is true of life insurance. So if you have assets that are passing by beneficiary designation, such as life insurance or a 401k or an IRA, those all pass outside of probate, and so the will is meaningless as to those assets. So just because you have a will that names you as a beneficiary, it does not mean that you're going to receive any assets. And I cannot tell you how often people are surprised by that. And they set up their affairs in such a way as if they think people are going to share assets after they're gone, or they think that the will is going to control assets that the will simply does not control. It's just so confusing anymore with all the different ways in which you can own assets that you really have to think about it beforehand. Number seven of the top ten things every will beneficiary must know. A will is not a will until a court will call it a will. So technically... 
a will has to be admitted to probate. Probate is a Latin term, by the way, that means to prove. So you have to prove up the will. You have to prove it's a valid will. And until it's admitted to probate in probate court, a will is not legally a will. So the court has to look at it, and the court has to decide that either it is a valid will or it isn't. Until that time, a will is just a piece of paper that you submit to the court. And you're hoping that it'll be a will if it's something that favors you. But until the court actually approves it and admits it to probate, it really doesn't mean much of anything. Number six of the top ten things a will beneficiary must know, know your bonds. So typically when a probate estate is being set up, an executor or an administrator has to be bonded. A bond, a surety bond, helps protect you as a will beneficiary so that if the executor does something wrong, you've got money to go after to make things right. And then the bond company, after they pay off on whatever the liability is, can turn around and sue the executor to get the money back. Be careful. Do not waive a bond unless you feel completely comfortable with the executor who's taking over in your estate. Otherwise, a bond really is a safeguard, and you should try to have one whenever possible. A lot of wills will waive bond. They have a provision saying that bond is waived. That's a dangerous provision, but it seems to be pretty prevalent. So if that's the case, then most likely bond will be waived, although the court still has the power to require a bond, even if the will waives bond. So it's something that you should definitely consider. Number five of the top 10 things every will beneficiary must know, inventory and appraisals. So once a probate estate is opened, all of the assets other than cash must be appraised by a probate referee, a probate appraiser. And it's the probate appraiser that's going to set the value on those assets for purposes of the probate. So you need to make sure you get a copy of that inventory and appraisal because it's going to contain all the assets that the court's going to administer in that probate. So obviously, if there's an asset missing that you know about, that's something you're going to want to bring to the court's attention. So make sure you take a look at that inventory and appraisal. It does get filed with the court. You are supposed to be served with a copy of it, and there is a set time frame by which it's supposed to be filed with the court, although sometimes executors miss the mark, but they really should get those in as quickly as possible because it sets the tone for the rest of the administration, and it allows the court and all the parties to know what assets are being administered. Number four, the top 10 things that every will beneficiary should know, creditors' claims. So believe it or not, probate is actually around to protect creditors, not to protect beneficiaries. We want to make sure that creditors are paid, and so every probate estate has to be open for a minimum of four months to allow creditors to file their claims. Every known creditor has to get a copy of the creditor notice form, and they also have to get a blank creditor claim form so that they can very easily submit their claim to probate. So you have to understand that creditors come before beneficiaries and probate estates. So if there's more creditors and there's more money owed to creditors than there are beneficiaries or assets to pay beneficiaries, then the creditors win and there won't be anything left to distribute out to the beneficiaries. Number three of the top 10 things you must know as a will beneficiary, reports and accountings. So every executor is required to file an accounting at the end of the probate process and you should take a close look at the accounting to make sure that the executor acted appropriately. You also uh, could be entitled to a report. So if the estate is continuing on beyond 12 months and it's not going to close, then in theory the executor is supposed to file a report so that you know what's happening in that probate estate. 
So make sure you get a copy of that report if one's required in your probate. Number two of the top 10 things every will beneficiary must know, court orders are required for distribution. So you cannot receive any assets from your probate estate until a court orders those assets to be distributed to you. This is true even if you're the only beneficiary of the estate. It belongs, all the estate assets belong to the estate until the court says otherwise. So you cannot receive assets until you get a court order. No matter how badly you need those assets, you have to have a court order. There are times when you can go in and you can get a preliminary distribution of assets, but again, you have to ask the court to order that. And you usually cannot get a preliminary distribution of assets until the inventory and appraisal is filed. So that's why the inventory and appraisal is so important. And the number one thing you must know, that is executor's fees and attorney's fees. All of those fees come out of the estate. The attorney and the executor, gets the, they, they get the same amount of fees, and it's based on a percentage of the estate. It's 4% of the first 100000 3% of the next 100000 and 2% of everything above that up to a million. So... In doing that calculation, the same fee goes to both the attorney and then the executor gets the same amount. That can make probate estates very expensive. Even on a modest estate, say an estate worth $500,000, you can have $23,000 going out to the attorney and another $23,000 going out to the executor. $46,000 just to probate an estate. It's not a cheap proposition. And even an easy probate tends to last at minimum 10 to 12 months. And then if there's problems or objections or litigation, it can go on far beyond that. So you just have to pace yourself. It's a long process, but it does come to an end eventually. So good luck. For more information about this and many other Trust and Will topics, please see our website at www.aldavlaw.com. That's www.al.com. D-A-V-Law.com.